Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. Today's Free Zone Breakthrough comes to us from Parker Carroll from Austin, Texas, in the real estate business and with great experience. And he said the greatest breakthrough that he's had in Strategico so far is the difference between management on the one hand and leadership on the other. And right from the beginning, I want to tell you, we've grown a company 250 times in 30 years and neither Babs nor me are managers. We are not good at management at all, but both of us are very good at leadership. And I want to tell you the difference because they're radically different. And this is what Parker discovered. Best way to think about this is present and future. So management is actually managing everything that is going on right now so that you're freed up from it. Okay, so really as an entrepreneur, you don't want to be a manager, you want to be a leader. So you're the person who grows the future. And that's what leadership is, is growing the future that's much bigger than the present. And what you need is everything that's been achieved so far, especially cash flow, is that someone managed so the level of cash flow that you have is secured and repeated, but it's all known. And managers love taking care and optimizing what already exists. Leaders want to be freed up from what already exists and they want to create an even bigger future and they have to be freed up from all management capabilities to the greatest degree. I mean, there's always some things where you have to consult, you have to be in meetings and you have to use your leadership skills to inspire the managers to understand what the optimum results are right now. Corporations, the vast majority of people in corporations are not leaders. They don't need leaders. They need lots and lots of managers who make sure that what the corporation has achieved. But in an entrepreneurial company, you wouldn't be an entrepreneur if you weren't a leader. You took a risk. You had a vision. You went out. You created something new. But then a lot of entrepreneurs get totally trapped because they have to take off their leadership hat and put on their manager hat. And most entrepreneurs I know are not really, really great managers. If they were great managers, they would have become a better and better manager in other organizations. But they're not a manager. They're a leader. And even people who have good management skills, it's not the most valuable thing that you do. It's the leadership. And think about the difference between being in control and being in charge. You want other people to control what already exists. You want to be in charge. And charge, if you think of the term, charge kind of has an attitude of electricity. You know, that you're electrifying your organization so that it will jump to another level. So neither Babs nor I are managers and strategic coach. Babs is the leader of the company and I'm the leader of the program. And we have this collaboration going back even before the strategic coach program workshop program started. But we've always been the leaders of the company, but we are certainly not the managers of the company. So this is the biggest distinction you can make. And just understanding the difference, then you can just focus on your unique abilities that are related to being a leader and then finding who's who are great managers. And they just love managing for someone who's a great leader. So it's a perfect collaboration, but you just have to know 
that it's not good for your company to get bogged down in management because it won't grow and it won't be an electrifying place to work. This is such a great story that he tells. And this is a free zone because most of your competition will be bogged down in management. In the case of Parker, most of the real estate people spend probably 80-90% of their time. They're at the same level as he is, but they probably spend their time bogged down in management and they can never get to leadership to creating the bigger company, the, the more profitable company, the more innovative company. This is a free zone muscle of just knowing the distinction between management and leadership and your future lies in you becoming a better leader and finding other people with unique ability who are terrific at management. My name is Parker Carroll. I'm CEO and broker of Trek Investment Group. We're based in Austin. We're a commercial real estate investment brokerage firm. Our primary specialty is shopping center brokerage and lease investment sales. I've been in the business for 13 years. I've owned my own company for three years. It was a complete fluke. I actually was at a career fair coming out of college and a real estate group grabbed me by the side and said, hey, come visit with us. And I had no intention of selling real estate whatsoever, but interviewed with the company, great company. Knowing that I had zero interest in residential sales at all, they offered me a position on the commercial side. So started selling commercial real estate, doing general retail leasing and brokerage. And honestly, in the first 18 months, I hated it. I absolutely, I was like, this is not for me. And then one day, a client called me, who was a client of the company's, calls me and says, hey, I want to invest several million dollars into a commercial real estate investment. Could you help me? And I immediately fell in love with the commercial real estate investment side of the business. So getting to see the whole picture, being able to financially model and help clients grow their wealth, for some reason, it was unbeknownst to me that that even existed and immediately fell in love with that side of the business. So I gave away all my leasing assignments. I gave away all anything that didn't have to do with investment sales. And so from there, I was blessed to quickly rise through the ranks and became one of the top investment sales brokers in the country for one of the largest commercial real estate companies in the country. And so we had a great run and then I just felt the calling. It was time to go and open our own shop. And I've always had that entrepreneur spirit in me and it just felt like we were called and it was the time for us to go. So at the time I had my first son already born, we, were either pregnant or about to be pregnant with our second son. And then also at the time I was 28 years old. So it was a very, very, very big jump, very nerve wracking, but we knew we had all the systems in place. We had all the team in place. We had all the clients in place. And we just felt we could better serve our clients out from underneath the corporate umbrella. So the entrepreneur and me seized advantage of that and, and we were able to jump in and, and literally our whole team was on board. Everybody had the same vision of where we wanted to go and, and help our clients. And the transition was smoother than I had originally anticipated. But just like any transition, transitions are always difficult. I would say one of the biggest obstacles was ingrained in me the idea of leadership and management were the same thing from my past and from where I came from. Leadership, management, they're one and the same. I have never been so wrong in my life. And uh, not only do I believe leadership and management are totally different, I had to learn that the hard way and they are night and day different. So coach really was able to almost set me free from understanding that I'm not a manager. 
Like I have zero management. I'm not a manager. I am a leader. I am not a manager. But the separation of those was challenging because it had been ingrained for me from my mentor in the business that management and leadership are the exact same thing, which we all know that's not the case. I think one of the things that really honed in was when things would go awry or when questions would come up, things that were not necessarily in need of my attention were brought to my attention. And I think that might have been the one thing I was like, why am I involved in this? And there's no reason our team is fully capable, but it's almost like our team didn't have the authority to make the decision and they wanted my blessing on it. And then that one day, just kind of, I said, you know what, we're going to change this because if I have to make every decision and if I have to make every call, then our team's not empowered to do what they do best and we have no ability to scale. And so that was probably one of the bigger wake up calls for me. The buck couldn't stop 100% with me for every piece of our business. And I am naturally a workhorse. I'm a hard worker. I, the old pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality has previously defined me. And um, I knew that having a beautiful wife, two beautiful sons, ministry stuff that we wanted to do, we now foster kids. I had a lot more that I wanted to do and I couldn't do it by working harder. And I also knew that I had bad habits that I knew I had to break because there are habits, again, that just been ingrained that it's all got to flow through me. And again, it breaks down the difference between management and leadership. So I knew I desperately needed help in that area. And what was so fascinating is when I talked to other business owners, even before coming to coach, it doesn't matter if you're a $100,000 company or a $100 million company, we all deal and struggle with the same things. And it's very, very fascinating that Coach has the tools and the systems to help, whether you're a small business or you're an extremely large business, to help us get through the same issues that we all have and struggle with every single day. The problem is, is what happens is we, for a lot of entrepreneurs, they're relatively smaller companies, and we've got to learn to get past the ceilings of complexity, right? And so for a lot of entrepreneurs, they are the rainmakers in their companies, and for the most part, they're generating almost all or a large majority of the company revenue. I had an epiphany about four weeks ago. I woke up one day and I realized I've learned so many amazing things from Coach. But when I get home, I'm immediately back with clients. I'm immediately back on the transaction treadmill. I'm immediately back with firefighting and hiring and building, you know, working with our team. And we have systems and processes that just need to be overhauled. And so I took the who, not the how, and I brought on one of the most operationally genius people I've ever met. And he is overhauling our entire back office, our entire systems and processes and procedures, everything that we've learned that I struggled to implement because I produce for our firm the most revenue, and it has taken the biggest load off my plate and off my plate and off my mind that I wouldn't have been able to even fathom doing without getting help A from coach, but then recognizing that that's not my unique ability. Implementing those types of systems and processes, it's not time best spent for me at all. And what happens is growth starts to occur. Well, what happens? More systems, more processes, more complexity comes in and you get to a spot where you stagnate because of the systems, processes are constantly being refined and updated and you need someone to almost take control of that to be able to get you to the next level. 
and I was able to find the right guy and the perfect fit for our company. And he will accomplish in nine weeks what I have not been able to accomplish in two years. And we are projecting that our revenue will increase fivefold with 1.2 times the investment. You know, we always hear lead by example. And so I was always first one in, last one out. I think leading by example is key, but I think entrepreneurs get this sense that leading by example means you've got to be the first one in the door, the last one out the door in the working harder. And that was part of the separation between management and leadership that along those lines, I just, I broke down one day and I go, I can't maintain this. This is not sustainable. Because again, we had other things in life that we wanted to do. We become entrepreneurs for freedom. And what I found is I traded slavery from a corporate standpoint to slavery to my own business. And it doesn't have to be like that at all. Freedom in its essence is the ability to say no. And if you can't say no to going to your own office to run your own company, you're not truly free. And that's been a big driver for me for the last year. So just to put the finishing touches on the great power of Parker's story here is that the great concept in Strategic Coach that made the big change for him is called Who Not How. He's got big goals for his company and there's a lot of hows to get to the bigger goals. And he says, I don't do the hows. And as a result of this, he says, I've hired people who are really geniuses at doing the hows to help me get to my goal. But my job as the leader is to actually set the goals, say why the goals are so important, what's involved, and then simply hand off to people who are really geniuses at managing all the things that have to be managed and introducing all the new capabilities necessary to get to the new goals.